Get your head in the game. Welcome to Ball Up Top Micro Podcast Preseason Pod. This episode's of the Dallas Mavericks. For those of you who don't know, here at Ball Up Top, we are doing 30 micro episodes just to cover each team in the NBA before our season gets started. And let's jump into the Mavericks. Last year, the Mavericks were the fifth seed. There were 12 games over 500 under Coach Rick Carlisle, and that's the first change of the season for them. They are now having Jason Kidd, who has got a reputation of being a little too harder on his players, and this is not the era for that, but it'll be interesting because Jason Kidd knows what it is to be a superstar, and now he's coaching a superstar in Luka. He also was an assistant coach for the Lakers, coaching LeBron, so he's got a bunch of unique perspectives. He was a guy who helped... Giannis do a lot of developing and should be, at the very least, it's the change of pace the Mavericks need. So let's look at this roster. So I'm going to say something which might not go over well, but this roster is not impressive. It's just not. I would compare it to a Western Conference version of LeBron version one in Cleveland's teams. It's a bunch of solid to good players, but none of them like stand out to being a guy you think, oh, well, he's going to be a champion. Now, they could prove me wrong, and I'm a fan of basketball more than teams, more than players, so I love to see people exceed my expectations. I love to see teams exceed my expectations. I, I talk about it all the time with um, Jalen Brown in Boston. Like I didn't think he had – nearly to be the player he's developed into and he's proved me wrong and I appreciate that he did. So don't take this as a painter stuff because it's not. But as I look at the roster, you got Tim Hardaway Jr. Who I like Tim Hardaway Jr. But I kind of feel like if he's your second best player, that's a problem. You got Porzingis. We're going to get more into him later. Because, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there. Got Jalen Brunson. I like Brunson. Solid player. Reggie Bullock. Solid player. Trey Young bounced around, but it's always effective. Willie Clay Stein. Solid player. Dorian Finney-Smith. I like him. Solid player. I, I think you're seeing a theme here. But the point being is... This roster is not a roster that, much like I said, LeBron version one in Cleveland, is not a roster that stands out and says, oh, we're going to be champions. However, that doesn't mean they can't be successful, and it doesn't mean they can't be more. Because when you look at some teams, sometimes champions aren't there until they're champions. I mean, you don't see a person being as great as they are or a team being as great as they are <clears throat> excuse me, until they exceed expectations. Jason Kidd can really, like, knuckle them in on defense, get them really to be that team that grinds things out, who likes to put the clamps on people. And this might come across as sacrilegious, too. They take the ball out of Lucas handsome so the defense can't just solely focus on him. Because I feel like that's one of the reasons why they weren't as successful the last couple of years. A regular season successful. But now we have to get into, I don't want to say he's the crux of their problem, but he is their solution. And that's Christos Porzingis. 
So since Porzingis got hurt, he's just not been the same player. Everyone can own that. And I'm not talking about stats. Like, his stats have been respectable. With the Mavs, he's had two years averaging over 20 a game. He's had his two best rebounding years. The problem is, it's like, on defense, he's just disappeared. When he was in New York, he was contesting shots. A lot of shots. In Dallas, not so much. Porzingis needs to be Luca Scotty Pippen. He needs to be that guy. And so the question is, is he not that guy because he doesn't want to take a back seat? Is that why he's disinterested? Or is he just not that guy because the injury itself has taken away from him and he's just getting over on just what he already knows he can do? Like these, these are things I don't know. But what I do know is, regardless of the coaching change, Dallas's best chance to be better than they were last year rely with him. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. This is Ball Up Top Micro Podcast, the Dallas Mavericks. Get your head in the game.